Hey guys, I'm back with a new episode and I am fresh off of a vacation that I went to. Yes, I know we're in the middle of a pandemic, but I decided to go on vacation. It was a family vacation that family vacation that I took with my mom. So it was a mother and daughter mini vacation to St. Thomas, US Virgin Islands, and it was simply amazing. It was well needed. Um, I really needed a vacation, like really bad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of us did, and a lot of and a, a lot of the reason why I didn't travel sooner is because one, we're in the pandemic, and two, I just had a lot going on this year. And every time I felt like okay, I want to travel, it was like to where and to do what because we're so limited and restricted because of the pandemic and COVID. So that um, prevented me from being able to travel this year. And I'm a traveler. I love to travel. Um, Within the past years, I've been fortunate enough to be able to take between two to three vacations a year. And this year was just a huge wake up call that I couldn't I couldn't take a vacation. (laughs) It really burns my heart because I love sitting under the sun. I love um warm vacations. I'm a summer baby. I love warmth. I love the sun. I love beaches. I love the pool. I love being able to put on bathing suits and just walk around and feel free. That's just me. I feel most alive when I am in great weather. So this was very, very, very much needed. As I said earlier, being able to travel, being able to take my first vacation with my mom, um, which is well overdue because we've been wanting to plan something for a while now, but I kind of just didn't get down to it. But this came at the right time. It was something that I truly feel like was manifested and aligned with everything that I had going on in my life. You know, I work in retail, as I said earlier. It was a crazy um, holiday season due to it being a pandemic and COVID and all the restrictions and stuff we have at work now. And that made it so much more stressful. And not even just work, you know. Now that I reflect on my year from January 1st up until now, um, approaching almost approaching 2021, I had a crazy year. And So much has taken place between, you know, death of my family, um, my nephew, having COVID, going through a relationship breakup, being out of work for a month or so, having multiple just family issues or people passing away in my family, people catching COVID in my family. Overall, it was just an emotional roller coaster. Also, just, you know, witnessing everything going on in the world with, you know, um, Black Lives Matter and many innocent people dying from police brutality and just all of those things. It was just a heavy year, multiple celebrities dying. It was heavy year, a heavy, heavy year for all of us. And that's why it was so important. I was so grateful and blessed to be able to have manifested that vacation that I needed. The weather was great. The food was great. And did I mention the weather? (laughs) It was just perfect. You know, it rained once when I first arrived. And it was not like a consistent rain. It it came and then it stopped. It came and then it stopped. 
And then after that, I just had the perfect weather. It was everything I needed. It wasn't too hot and wasn't too cold. And that's the beauty of traveling to the Caribbean is because it's not too hot. Like living in New York in the summertime, 85 and 90 is hot because the humidity. We don't have a good breeze, you know. It's just really hot. When it's hot, it's hot. There's no way to escape it in New York. But when you travel to other places, you know, like the Caribbean, there's a breeze. So the humidity is different. You actually get a nice tan versus, you know, getting a tan and not being able to breathe in New York City. So I was very fortunate to have been able to experience that. It was a short vacation, but it was well needed. It was enough time for me to be able to relax and rejuvenate and gather myself and really reflect on what I want to do to close out the year and what I want to take into 2021. So that is my focus for the, the last two days, not even a day. Like it's literally about to be 2021. That's so crazy to me because when I tell you this seemed to have been a long year, but at the same time, it moved so fast and so much happened. So I just felt like every day was something new, literally. Like, what's going to happen today was just the the mindset, the question that I had every day. I woke up, okay, like, what's going to happen today? What's going to happen today? What's going to happen today? But nonetheless, like, I was able to have great things happen this year, which I will talk about in my 2020 recap. Um, I do want to do another podcast um, before the end of the year close out. So I will do, I will do one tomorrow. Um, just to throw it out there, I will do another podcast tomorrow. And I'm just want to um, talk about today, a topic that I really wanted to talk about because I took a trip with my mom. I wanted to talk about the relationship between a mother and daughter and why it's important and just dive deeper into mother and daughter relationships and the problems that many women have with their mothers. I know we always talk about or we always hear about um, relationships with the mother and the father and the absence of the father, how it can trigger, you know, a woman to grow up and have relationship issues or um, self-love issues and anything that results of having the absence of their dad in their life. So if you have listened to my previous podcast, you do know that I lost my dad when I was eight years old. So that was very young age for me. And from there on out, it was just me and my mom. Yes, I had my grandmother and my aunt and my uncles and um, a very close-knit immediate family. But my caretaker was my mom and my grandmother. So being raised by my mom, she was a single mother and she did the best she could to take care of my brother and I. And my mom was a hard worker and still is. She worked hard to make sure that her kids never needed for anything. And when I mean never needed for anything, I meant that we always had Full at the table. My mom cooked breakfast for us every morning and dinner every night. We always had a meal, like a really home-cooked meal. You know, she made sure that we went to school and we were, our hygiene was on point. She made sure we had, you know, every resources we needed to succeed and 
for me to be the woman I am today, which I'm forever grateful for. And, you know, just making sure, you know, we had clothes on our backs, food on the table, you know, a place to rest our head every night, you know, just a stabled home where we wasn't like bouncing from home to home or really had to struggle. Yes, all families struggle at some point, but even when my mom did struggle and I have moments of her struggling as a single mom, which most most um, people who have single parented or grew up in single parented households have witnessed, I didn't w- witness that too frequently, you know? Like, I never came home at night, like, what are we gonna eat tonight? Like, my mom made sure we were good. And that is where I gained my strength from when I talk about values that I keep with me until this day, is strength in making ends meet and knowing that when there's a will, there's a way and you can get through anything, any struggle, anything you're going going through in your life, you can carry that and make sure that you make it through it. So that was the strength I gained from my mom. But um, me and my mom didn't always have the best relationship. Um, as I reached my adult years and healed from a lot of the childhood trauma that I faced, um, mostly just from having death in my family, that was a huge thing in my in my household. Like we had a lot of heavy deaths in my family from my grandfather, my dad, my uncle, um, my cousins. Um, the list goes on and on. My great grandmother, like. My my nephew, like, we've had a lot of death um, over the years. And some people don't experience death until, you know, later in their years or not as frequent as my family have. But I've experienced so much death in my life to, like, really, really close people in my life. And it has affected me drastically. But that was when I say childhood trauma. I speak on that because I didn't grow up you know, experiencing, like, abuse of, you know, and stuff like that, or having, you know, my mom on drugs or alcoholic. Like, my mom worked and provided for her kids, and she worked a lot, and she did it to make sure that me and my brother were taken care of. But she never left us with just anybody. You know, we were always with my grandmother and my aunt, and we always were safe. Like, we never were just left with any baby, like uh, just a random babysitter or just anybody. She always left us with people she trusted, people we knew, never in situations that put us in danger. So I'm very fortunate of that because I know as a single parent and the struggle is real sometimes, especially with finding childcare and um, being able to afford, afford childcare because you are a single parent and you may not have the resources to be able to do everything on your own if you don't have that person by your side. And my dad wasn't around because he died um, when I was young, as I stated earlier. But growing up with my mom, you know, I would say in high school and going into my earlier 20s is when me and my mom had most of our issues and it was more growing pains it was more me being such a free-spirited person and wanting to do what my friends did and wanting to stay out late and wanting to date guys and wanting to 
you know, have sex and wanting to just do what I wanted to do. And my mom was just kind of like, well, you're not going to just be doing what you want to do. Um, you're a child. I'm your mother. And you have a curfew. I don't care if your friends could stay out at 10. You have to be home by 8 or 9. And if you want to stay at this person's house, you have to let me speak to their parent because I want to make sure that you are actually, for one, at that person's house. And for two, um, I can trust that because you're still a minor and you're my daughter. So it was more me being upset because I wasn't, you know, able to be as free as a lot of my friends at the time were. Like, you know, I had friends that who had parents that weren't as strict as my mother was. So they had more freedom and they were doing more things than I was doing. And a lot of things, me me wanting to do the things they were doing, it was a lot of things I had to break the rules to do and sneak and lie and stuff. And that caused issues with my mom. And my mom was always a conservative woman. Like my mom was the mother she cared about her kids. She put her kids first, you know. She wasn't that woman that was in the club on the weekends and having girls' nights so often. And, you know, her kids were her life and they still are. And she was very involved. She made sure we was doing our homework at night and made sure we were just good, well-raised kids. We were going to after school and engaged in activities and just living our little lives, you know. We didn't have to face the struggle. She wanted her kids to have a better life than she did, and she ensured that. And I didn't realize that, you know, when I was younger. Um, when your parent, you know, have rules and they tell you no or you can't do this and you have to come home at this time and they want to take your phone away because you broke the rules and stuff, you kind of look at them like... You're ruining my life, you know. Um, you get upset, you know. You are pissed off. You say you hate your parents. You have issues and stuff. And then once you become older or some become parents, and then that's when they realize that I understand why my mom had to be the way she had to be with me because it saved me in the long run. And I don't have kids yet, but I was fortunate enough to have healed through the issues that I had with my mom. And it was important for me to talk about this in my podcast because we don't hear a lot of stories about the issues between a mother and a daughter relationship, like I said before, um, because it's always the mother and, I mean, the daughter and the father's relationship. But when you don't have a relationship or a good relationship with your mom that really does take a toll on your life as well. Um, being that I also lost, like I said, I lost my dad when I was eight. I only have my mom. You only get one mother in your life. So it's important that you cherish that. You know, one of my friends within the last two weeks, she lost her mom, a childhood friend of mine. And I felt for her because I'm just like, wow, like... <laughs> imagine like I don't want to think those type of negative thoughts but when you grow up with someone and you know how close they were to their mom and you know how great their mom was it makes you reflect on your relationship with your mom and think to yourself okay what are the issues that I have with my mom and is it something that 
I'm doing? Is it something that she's doing? Where Where is the issue? You know, what's the issue going on? And a lot of the times, there these are issues that we, as the younger generation, have to break the cycle. Because a lot of times, our parents grew up in times where things were different. They raised us based upon what they were taught, you know, and... In order for us to make a change, because some of us didn't have great relationships with our parents or our moms. Some of our moms were, you know, drug addicts or mentally and verbally abusive or alcoholics or something or like just wasn't there for them in the way that you needed them to be there for you. Like there are many different generational issues that us women have with our parents you know mine wasn't those type of severity um those those type of severe things but I did have issues with my mom and there were times when we went without speaking for long periods of times and that wasn't those were the worst times in my life you know because I felt like I knew what I was doing. You know, I didn't need my mom. You know, I felt very negative energy towards my mom for a long time. And then I was just like, okay, why? Something has to stop. Something has to change. And I realized that I had to get some things and heal from some things so that I'll be able to voice how I feel and speak on how I feel and understand that as long as I said how I felt and speak on truth and things of that nature, whether or not we come to a common ground or meet each other halfway, I know that I did the work to fix the issues that are gone on between my mom. And most of it was, you know, a miscommunication, a lack of communication, um, things not being said, um, situations where I didn't like the way she handled it and things the way she said things to me or made me feel and until I spoke on it things weren't going to change you know um it's not the easiest to speak to people that don't know how to communicate properly or are sensitive and may take things the wrong way so you have to watch how you say and my mom is a cancer she's very um sensitive so it was always okay if I say something to her we may not be speaking again after this I have to make sure that whatever I say I say it in a way that she understands exactly how I feel but don't make her feel like I'm attacking her or putting her down as a parent because my mom is a very sensitive person so that was a lot of the reason why I didn't speak on my feelings a lot and instead it came out in other ways um more toxic ways um negative coping mechanisms like I spoke about in the past you know a lot of issues that I wasn't speaking on with my mom and the things I was going through resulted into me and in my personal relationships with other women and men you know the lack of trust that I had with people, um, which I'm still working on because I do have trust issues with people. Um, 
And a lot of that resulted from, you know, just situations I had, you know, with my family, my mom, my dad, and just those type of situations. And I just feel like once I really decided that I wanted to change my life and level up my life, which happened within the last almost three years, I really had to dive deeper into the issues that I was facing, what was bothering me, get down to it, allow myself to feel what I was feeling, allow myself to stick up for myself, allow myself to feel like, okay, I am allowed to have feelings. I do matter. If I say something to someone because they hurt me, they need to sit down and listen and we have to come to an understanding to agree, to disagree, or to apologize or to not. Like it was it was down to that. But as long as I used my throat throat chakra and spoke on my feelings, that was me healing regardless of the outcome. Because a lot of times we are internally hurting. We hold a lot of pain in our lives. A lot of the issues we have with our parents and our mothers is the same issues that they have with their mothers and their parents. And it becomes a generational cycle. And us, you know, well, I, like me, you know, I came to the conclusion that, you know, I'm not a mother yet. And I never would deny the love my mother had for me because if anyone knows my mom, they know that she loves her kids more than anything in the world. And I decided that a lot of the things that I didn't like you know, the way she, you know, you know, chose to use her parenting wasn't always perfect, but I know she did the best thing she could at the time. And I had to come to that maturity level and that healing level to understand that parents do what they feel is best for their kids at the time when they have no other options or they feel like they have no other options because no one can teach you how to be a parent that's something that you learn and there will be a lot of mistakes you make no one is the perfect parent and a lot of my early 20s I resented my mom and I was upset with her and angry for the way she handled a lot of situations with me growing up but I realized that she did the best she could She loved her kids. She made sure her kids had everything they needed to have. And she did the best she she could do. And you can't blame someone for that. Now, I understand a lot of us have different stories. And a lot of people's stories aren't as simple as mine was. But no no one's story is simple because for me... You know, I'm grateful that, you know, I didn't have a drunken mother or alcohol, um, alcoholic mother or a drugged mom or a mom that didn't amount to anything because people come from those type of situations. I'm grateful for that. But that doesn't mean that I didn't have issues on, you know, uh, uh, just a mental level, the, the verbal abuse or not really physical abuse, but just verbal things that were said to me and how it made me feel and how I took that and carry that on into my friendships and my relationships. So that's different. But, you know, a lot of women face way 
more severe situations is what I'm trying to get down to where they didn't grow up with their mother or their father. And they were the mom and the dad to their siblings. And they had to become the head of the household. And they had to grow up way faster than they wanted to because they didn't have a mother. And the mother is the head of the household, if you ask me, because a father could be a provider, but you need a mother to love and to nurture you. And to be there for you and to cook for you and to make sure that you have all the nurturing skills and love and all those positive things you need while the dad should be out there providing for the family and loving you the same way, but from a provider standpoint. A lot of times we were faced in situations where our mothers were the providers. Our grandmothers were the providers. Our aunts were the providers. A lot of situations where our mothers came from broken relationships and that were things that they didn't heal from. And when they thought their kids didn't see it, their kids actually felt it and see it. A lot of times we think that children are children and oh, they don't, they don't understand. They don't, they, they are, they're blinded, they're innocent, they don't know what's going on. But a lot of times we do. Because there are plenty of things that I witnessed and saw, you know, growing up, being around my mom and my grandmother and my aunts and the women in my family. A lot of things that I saw that I actually re- actually replayed in my early adult 20s. And I, as I reflect, I'm like, wow, I felt that that was okay or it was normal because I saw it so much growing up or I witnessed it growing up. So me going through it, I felt it was normal. And because they got through it, I could get through it. But that doesn't make it okay. That doesn't make it okay. You are allowed to break generational curses. You are allowed to break trauma. You don't have to go through the struggle. You don't have to be the provider woman. You could be the successful woman. But you have to be that healed woman first. We can't make excuses for our past, our lack of relationships with our mothers. And as to the reason why we don't have that relationship with our kids. We have to hold ourselves accountable for our past and say, okay, I was raised this way. I witnessed these things, but I am going to be the one to make that change. So my kids won't have to experience a broken parented household because I don't deserve to be unhappy and my kids don't deserve to have an unhappy mother. And that's how I felt, you know, I went through many, you know, I kissed a lot of frogs, (laughs) went through a lot of relationships, friendships in my early years. 
And I was able to eliminate bad energy from out of my life because I became more self-aware of what negative energy was. And I was no longer allowing people to just enter my life freely and take and take and take and leave me broken and bitter. I stopped that. I decided I wanted more from my life. I wanted more for myself. I wanted to be the one in my family to say, despite the struggles that I faced, despite the broken relationships I've had in the past with family and friends, that I broke the generational curses. I amounted to something way more bigger than what anybody have ever imagined. I didn't come from a perfect childhood. People will watch you and see the glory and see you vacationing and seeing you happy on pictures on Instagram and social media and see you smiling and see all the positive things and think because you're not posting negativity that you're not going through shit. That you don't go through shit. Oh, she got it good. She got it perfect. She has the perfect relationship with her mother. She has the perfect relationship with her friends. Like, I went through things with my mom. And we are at a place in our life where we have the best relationship that we've ever had. And I'm grateful for that because we weren't there before. We were not always there. Within the last two years of me moving and my mom moving to another state and me moving, you know, and us breaking away from each other and me healing on my own, that's when our relationship started to heal and we're still healing from it. And when you realize how people are, you set boundaries. And you learn to work with how a person is. And learn that a lot of things and a lot of way a lot of reasons why people treat you the way they do or act the way they act has nothing to do with you and more so to do with them and healing they need to go through in order to love you properly. But that should never make you change you from being who you are. And having your standards high and setting your boundaries and not allowing people to take advantage of you and speaking up for what's right and speaking up for yourself. Knowing your worth in all aspects, not just relationships with men and then your family, too, because family, like I said, can be toxic too. parents can be toxic, too. I know a lot of situations where mothers and daughters have these competition within their relationships I know a lot of mothers that or hear of a lot of mothers that you know are envious of their daughters instead of being happy of the fact that they're doing great things that they weren't able to do because they didn't get to do those things at their age 
I know a lot of stories of that. I see a lot of things, a lot of situations where mothers and daughters don't have the best relationships. And like I said, they always say until you become a parent, that's when you realize that, you know, this is why my mom is the way she is because I'm I'm now that same person. But no, it's not always the case. You don't have to be a parent to understand why things had to happen the way they did. Through experience is where you build character. Through experiences is where you decide and you have a choice to make a change for your life and for your new life. Carry and take the positive values that you learn from the people you've grown up around, your family. Take those positive values into your life and add a twist to it and make a positive change for your new life to come. And that's one of the things that I want us women to take into 2021 is breaking generational curses, breaking those bad cycles with our parents, because it starts in the household. If we come from broken households, we will carry that brokenness into all areas of our lives. We won't have decent relationships. We won't have great work relationships. We won't be able to network and meet different people because we have trust issues and we have all these um, internal issues. We won't be able to speak on how we feel, lack of communication skills. All those things come from our household and how we were taught and the things we witnessed. That's why you have to do the work in order to see change in your lives. If you want to manifest that relationship with your parents to change. If you want to manifest a husband to your life, if you want to manifest to be surrounded by positive people that are doing inspirational things and great friendships and all those great things, then you have to do the work to heal within you because you attract like-minded people into your life. If you're a broken person, you're going to attract broken people. And as a healer, I often do attract people just because I'm a healer and I have a forgiven spirit and I'm always positive. I always choose to see the positive in people, but I also see the bullshit in people as well. Let's get that clear. I do see bullshit. <laughs> so I might have been that type of woman in the past to forgive you, but now I understand why I can't forgive you anymore. I understand why I can't allow people to come in and out my life or to stay longer than they're supposed to. And now that I understand the type of person you are and forgive myself for allowing you into my life, that's how I heal. That's how I gain. That's how I learn from my experiences so that I won't go through those type of situations again. And that's why I'm protective over me, my peace, and the people that enter into my life. So don't ever judge a book by its cover. Don't hate on a person because you think their life is perfect. Because we all struggle. We all come from some type of struggle. And I've come from struggle. I've come from many family generational curses and deaths and childhood traumas. 
but I chose to do better for my life and achieve and strive for more and want it more despite the struggle I've come from, despite being from a girl from the hood and experiencing those type of situations. I've come from the same places that many of the same people that grew up with me came from and I chose to do better for my life. But I'm going to stop here and end it here because I am going to make another podcast for tomorrow doing my 2020 recap and all the things, you know, that I'm grateful for. So stay tuned for that because I will make one tomorrow because I said tomorrow (laughs) it will happen tomorrow. But um, thank you guys for tuning in and staying with your girl and continuing to show up and listen to my podcast. Continue to look forward to all the great things that I have planned for 2021. And if you are interested in life coaching, please feel free to reach out to me for our open a relationship session to see if this is a good fit for you and we're a good fit for each other. And let's get this 90 day program started. There's nothing better than investing into your future to make sure that you are breaking those generational curses and attracting more positive things, people, and experiences in your life for 2021. So love you guys. See you soon.